0: Hey, everybody. I'm Pastor Jeff Dawes, lead pastor here at Ridge Community Church. And I just want to say thank you for listening to our podcast today. I hope this message inspires you and encourages you. Enjoy today's message. In Matthew chapter 5, I'll begin reading. Then when Jesus saw the crowd, he went up on a mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him, and he began to teach them. He said, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the who, everybody? Merciful, for they will be shown what? Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called the children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad. Great is your reward where everybody? In heaven. For in the same way, they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Would you do me a favor? Would you just hold your hands out like this? And would you just bow your head? And would you repeat this prayer out loud with me? Dear God, Dear God I'm, here I'm here today. I open my mind, open my mind and, my and my heart. Fill me, Holy Spirit. Me Holy Spirit. In, Jesus in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you. You may be seated, everybody. Today I want to remind you, if you do not have a hard copy of the Bible in your home, take this one with you. The one that's there, it's, your, it's a gift to you, take it. We want to make sure that everybody has a Bible inside of their home. What th- we've been in this series called Attitude Check. Matter of fact, some of you were asked to be here today by your friends, and they've been asking you to come, 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 and you finally showed up and you're wondering why. Attitude Check. That's funny to me. I've been saying it every week. It's still funny to me. And so today we're, we're actually going through what, Jesus, what is called the Beatitudes and his principles to live by that make your life better. Amen, everybody? Yeah. You know, the Bible was written not to make your life miserable, but to make your life better. Yeah. And so, that, so that's what we want to talk about today it is Matthew, actually Matthew 5 and 7, where he says, blessed are the merciful. For they will be shown what, everybody? Mercy. And I would just want to say today, since we're talking about that, that we had another one of our family members go to be with Jesus this week. So please be in prayer for the Gossett family. Uh, we want to remember them this week. But blessed are the merciful. When you begin to think about mercy, uh, what is mercy? Well, grace and mercy sort of go hand in hand. Grace is this. Grace is God giving you what you do not deserve. Amen, everybody? We do not deserve heaven. We do not deserve that. I even thought about today living in this country. What a great blessing it is. One of my pastor friends who's uh, in the area... It's from another part of the world, and he'd come back, and he was talking to me. He said, you know, I was back in my homeland. He said, Pastor, we need to be thankful for America and living in America. He said, you know, I was watching people that was just having to do all they could to just get by and, and matter of fact, starving to death, and he said, how blessed we are by living in America, and I agree. Listen, there's a lot of things that's not right about America. But there's a lot of things that are right about America. Amen, everybody. I'm sorry. I still get choked up when I see that flag wave. I just think about what the price it was paid. So mer- so grace is God giving us what we do not deserve. So mercy is God not giving us what we deserve. Amen, everybody? The only way I could think about this to maybe put in a better picture is that when those blue lights go on behind you after you have rolled through a stop sign, and all of a sudden, the officer comes up to your car and says, hey, uh, you did not make a complete stop, and he goes back there, or she goes back there, and it takes them a, a, like an eternity to come back, doesn't it? And they come back and say, well, you know what, yes, you ran the stop sign, but today, I'm going to show you mercy. I'm just giving you this warning ticket. Have a good day, Pastor Dolls. <laughs> Woo! how did they know that's god's mercy right there amen that's what mercy is so today there's two words that i want you to remember and this is the message and if you get these two words and you do them then your life's going to get better and so these two words are this show mercy come on let's say those two words together you ready come on show mercy oh let's say them again you ready Show mercy. Show mercy. His actions show mercy. And so I want to share with you three things today that we're going to strive together. Now, let me just be transparent with you. I do not have this down. I'm standing on this platform, so it's very easy for you to look at me as elevated. It's like he's got this, and I don't. No, 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 no. I'm sliding in the seat beside you right now because I don't have this. I've got to have God's help to help me. To show mercy. I love when people show mercy to me, but many times I'm not merciful. Now say amen or oh me. (laughs) Right? So how do you do this? There's three things I wanna share with you today, and the first one is this, is we're gonna show mercy. (laughs) This is a good one right here, is be be patient with people's quirks. Oh dear, God help me. Be patient with people's quirks. Don't, don't just look at them and, and I would just say this is that they're odd behaviors, they're irritating behaviors. You know those people that have quirks. As a matter of fact, quit looking down the aisles, everybody. You're gonna call the fight right here in God's house. We all have them, don't we? Irritating habits. I have one, I have, no, I have many. I was going to share one that Rhonda just doesn't like and I had to choose one. (laughs) (laughs) Because there's many. But I have this habit of slurping like tea or a cold drink, you know, like a Coca-Cola or something. I slurp that sometimes. I go, (laughs) and it just drives her crazy. I just, I don't know why, but you know, she said you slurp warm drinks or hot drinks, not cold drinks. I'm like, what's a big deal? I don't know, but I just do it. Makes her skin crawl like nails on the chalkboard. But let me just tell you just one of Rhonda's, just one, she just had one. <laughs> when she gets in my truck, she wants, to, she drives my truck occasionally. And she will get in if she's just moving it the length of this room, if she's just gonna move it, to get out of her way. She's gonna get in the seat, she's gonna move everything in there, all the mirrors and everything, just to move my truck. <laughs> I see some of you see yes you And I get in and everything's out of place and I'm like, What? You just moved it from here to there. But I want you to know that I've gotten over that. Because when I bought this truck, it has a magical button. When I hit that button, all the mirrors go back and the seat goes back. My marriage got better. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. Glory to God. Now, I've been married, Rhonda, I've been married for 36 years, and I want to give you some great marital advice that's right out of the Bible. Look what it says. Ephesians 4 and 2, always be humble and gentle, be patient with each other. (laughs) Making what, everybody? Allowances Allowances for each other's what? That's right. What's our two words, everybody? Show mercy. Show mercy. That's right. What is our two words, everybody? Show mercy. Show mercy. Because of your love. So you're, because we love each other, we're going to make allowances for each other's faults because we all have them. And I would just say this to you. Do you know what makes the greatest marriages? I can tell you what makes the greatest marriages. It's when two people come together in the union and they are two, that means they join their lives together in marriage, and they're two great forgivers. Amen, everybody is that when we become forgivers, that's what we forgive, we forgive, we forgive. And two great forgivers have a long marriage because you're going to have to forgive the people that are in your home. Amen, everybody? You know why their quirks bother you? Because you see them more than anybody else. And so the greatest place that we need to show mercy is in our homes. Amen, everybody? That's right and so listen those quirks that they've had I've been slurping drinks all of my life It's probably not gonna start stop tomorrow so Rhonda has to say okay I can't let that bother me she's gonna turn her head and go mmm she got oh Jeff I just love you so much she's not gonna nag me about that and I don't nag her about my mirror since I got the button so I have a next step for you everybody on the connection card that you have, I hope you'll check the box, and remember, please turn these in in the bucket on your way out, it says, I will show mercy to the people whose quirks annoy me. Would you just check that box? We need the Holy Spirit to help us. Matter of fact, let's let's say our two words, everybody, you ready, come on, show mercy, and then we need to go ahead and just say this next one, you know what, you first, Holy Spirit, right? That's right, we need the Holy Spirit to help us there. Okay. Number 2 is, is is forgive others as God has forgiven you. Forgive others as God has forgiven you. What's our two words everybody? Show mercy. We definitely need Oh, you, know, you got a little more quiet when we start talking about forgiving. <laughs> in the Lord's prayer, remember the Lord's prayer where Jesus said, "Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done." On earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Now, when he said, when Jesus said that in, in Matthew 6, when he said, forgive us our debts, what he was talking about, he was talking about a debt that could not be paid, that was too big. Matter of fact, my sin debt. Is so big, there's nothing that I can do to pay for it. And Jesus Christ himself died in my place so that I could be forgiven of my sin because my sin debt was too big. Amen, everybody? And so was yours. Amen? Amen. And Jesus had to die in our place. And so he forgave us of a debt that I could not pay. And that's so important for you to understand because you're going to have to forgive people of some debts that they can't repay. What some people did to you and what they took from you they can never give back to you Amen, everybody And so you you have to choose to forgive that person to forgive them their debts Is what I would say. You see if we think that we can earn god's forgiveness. We will make people earn our forgiveness mm 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 mm, mm. Some of you are still got some people on the line that you said, no, they're going to pay. They're going to pay. They're going to earn this stuff. Uh -uh, I ain't giving it to them. They're going to pay for this. And you're never going to be happy. Now, Jesus went on and talked about, you know, out of all those things he listed, then he goes back. It's amazing. After the Lord's Prayer, after he says that, he goes back and talks about forgiveness again. Look what he says in Matthew 6 and 14. He says, for if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your father in heaven will not what, everybody? Your sins. I don't know how that affects you, but that shakes me a little bit. Because only forgiven people get into heaven. Mm. Forgiveness is not forgetting. If I could forget, I would not need to forgive. So what is forgiveness? Forgiveness is this. Forgiveness is every time I have the thought about someone, of what they've done to me, every time I have that thought, forgiveness is choosing to let it go. Would you do me a favor right now? Would you just take your hands out like this and just clench them like this? I mean, we're mad right now. We are ticked off. We're thinking about one of those annoyances. (laughs) Come on, you ready? We're ticked off. Squeeze them tight. You ready, everybody? Squeeze them tight. And on the count of three, we're going to release them. You ready? We're going to release them slowly. You ready? One, two, three, release it. Did you feel that? Did you feel that? There was a little sensation that you felt. And that's exactly what happens every time that we choose to let someone go. Is that we can walk around like this all the time. We can be mad. Our jaw tension. We don't even know it. We're just upset about something. All right, every time we have that thought, we can just say, I'm letting it go. I'm letting it go. Now, the question is, how many times should I do that a day? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one to had that question, but Peter, Simon Peter in the Bible, Jesus followed, he answered, he had that question too. Look what he said. And Matthew 18, it says this. Then Peter came to him and said, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Up to seven times? I'm with Peter. Yes, I can do that. Let's see, that's one. That's two. That's That's three. That's four. That's five. That's it. Come on, one more, and I'm writing you off, sucker. Right? Here's what he said. Jesus said to him, I do not say to you up to seven times, but up to 70 times seven. Let me do the math for you. That's 490 times. Do you know what that means? That means if you were with someone 24 hours a day, that means you would have to forgive them every three minutes. Every three minutes. (laughs) Let him go, baby, every three minutes. Why did he say that? Because he said the goal is for you not to keep score. Stop. Can I tell you something? Your life's never gonna get better until you quit keeping score. Yes. And there's some of you right now that said, they did that to me, they did that to me, they did that did. No, they owe me. And until you let it go, you're never gonna get there. It's amazing. Again, Jesus follows this up with a story. He said, there was a man who had owed someone, another man, $5 billion, equivalency of today, $5 billion. And he didn't pay him on time, and he got late. And so the man had him drug into his, to his office building, and he said, listen, you owe me $5 billion. Either you're going to pay me today, or I'm going to have you thrown into debtor's prison. And the guy got down on his knees and said, ba- please, please, please forgive me, forgive me. I'm so sorry. I'll pay the debt back. And the man had mercy. He looked at him and saw that he was so desperate, He said, I'll tell you what, today I'm just going to wipe your debt clean. Five billion dollars, you don't owe it anymore. The man who was forgiven of that debt hopped up on his feet. He went out the door. And when he got out the door, he saw another man that owed him $10,000. The man who had been forgiven saw a man who owed him $10,000. He grabbed him and he began to shake him and slap him around and say, You owe me $10,000. You're going to pay me now. And the guy dropped his knees and said, I'm so sorry, please, please forgive me, I'm sorry. And the man grabs him and pulls him back up and says, no, go to jail. The man who was owed the five billion had the man who he had forgiven summons back. And this is what Jesus said to him. Here it is, Matthew 18. Shouldn't you... Have mercy on others just as I had mercy on you. I've been forgiven of so much. You've been forgiven of so much. How dare you hold on to that thing? What's our two words, everybody? Show mercy. Show mercy. Now, let me just show you what mercy is not. Mercy does not mean that a person can sin any way they want to. Mercy does not mean that we don't talk about sin. What mercy does is shows you a way out and helps you, gives you a hand up. Amen, everybody? Mercy does not mean that, that I just let you keep doing to me what you've always done. No, no. Mercy is saying I'm gonna help you and I'm gonna show you that there's a better way. Mercy is not just saying you can live any way you want to. God shows us mercy through Jesus Christ. We can be born again and we can have a relationship with Jesus Christ and because of His Holy Spirit's power, He helps us out of our sinful nature. Amen everybody? He helps us out of our sinful life. And so He doesn't leave you there. He doesn't say, I'm going to save you so you can just keep on sinning. No, 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 no. He says, I'm going to show you mercy because I have died for your sin. I'm going to give you the power of my Holy Spirit to live inside of you and help you up and out, Amen. Yes. There's too many in that world. Say, "Well, I'm saved and I can just live the way I want to." No, 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 no. That's not what the Scripture says. Amen, everybody. Amen. So today, if you're not a follower of Jesus Christ, guess what? You don't have that power on the inside of you, and you're trying to live by willpower. And the only problem with willpower is willpower—you get tired, and you let go of the wheel. Amen, everybody? And you know what happens when you let go of the wheel? When you're turning the wheel and you're turning the wheel and you're turning the wheel and you say, I got wheel, I'm going to hold this right here. And finally you get so tired and you let go. And guess what? The wheel goes right back to autopilot. You need a new autopilot. And that's the power of the Holy Spirit that only comes through a relationship with Jesus Christ. Right now, on this day, we're celebrating freedom. I I want you to have freedom. So I'm going to ask everyone to bow your heads with me. You online as well. And today, I know there's about 20 or 30 of you here in this room and online as well, that you need Jesus Christ to be your Savior. And you need him to change you from the inside out to get you out of the situation you're in. So right now, if you'd like to receive Christ as your Savior, I want you to say this this prayer after me in your heart, not even out loud. Let's say it. Dear Lord Jesus, I need you today. Have mercy on me. Forgive me for my sins. Come into my life. Save me. I want to live for you. Help me to do your will. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, everybody. Let's give God a hand for all the people that prayed that prayer. Listen, for those of you in the room that prayed the prayer, those of you that are online, please check the box on your connection card. So that I pray the prayer to become a Christ follower. I want to send you something in the mail this week that's going to help you on your spiritual journey and your new life in Christ. Amen, everybody. Aren't you glad you're saved? Amen. Aren't you glad you're saved? Amen. Amen. You saved? <laughs> Amen. Amen. What's our two words, everybody? So mercy. Number three is this. Do good to those who hurt you. Whew. I don't want to preach this. I'll be honest with you today. When that was come up in my, my mind, and I'm like, Lord, I don't want to talk about this. Because I struggle with this. I don't like it. When I said that, some of, there was a ooh went across the room. Because you don't like it either, do you? Okay, the rest of you are liars. Hey. Let me say it again. You don't like it either, do you? No. No, you don't. So let's talk about why we need to do it. The normal response, I would say, to when somebody hurts you is two things. One is get even. Now you're speaking my language. Bring it on, baby. You did this to me. I got you. I will not sleep tonight because I'm planning what I'm going to do to you. That sounds like I'm in your space, doesn't it? The other one is write them off. That's my wife's language right there. I'm thinking about well how to get even to, with you. And Rhonda's thinking, no, I ain't just fooling people no more. Huh? They, they don't exist. So you're in one or two camps. You're either going to get even or you're going to write them off. And that's the world's response to the people who hurt us. It reminds me of this. Of a... You know, you maybe you heard about the guy who went to the bar. I mean, uh, went to work. <laughs> <laughs> and he had something sticking out of, you know, out of his shirt. It was like it was, uh, His shirt was on, but there was something under his shirt, and it was sort of sticking up like that. And his friend said, man, what, what's under your shirt? He said, you know, every day I come to work. And Fred comes over here, and he slaps me on the chest every day. He breaks my cigars. What today? Today, I put dynamite under my shirt. And when Fred slaps me on the chest, I'm going to blow his hand off. Isn't that what happens to us? Anytime that you plan on going to hurting somebody else, you kill yourself. Did you hear that? When you plan, you can make that plan. I'm going to get them back. And the whole time, you may, hurt, you may plan on hurt them, but you're killing yourself. Right. You're killing yourself. That's why the Bible says in Ephesians 4, 31, look what he says. Don't yell at one another or curse each other or be what, everybody? And by the way, that's the things that's natural to people that don't follow Jesus Christ, and it's natural to us that do follow Jesus Christ That's why we have to say you first Holy Spirit, right? Amen, everybody, but we don't do that And if you're doing it and you're of Christ stop it Amen Let go of the excuse stop it He says this instead be kind and what? And forgive others just as Jesus just as God forgave you because of Christ. What's our two words, everybody? Show mercy. Show mercy. Show mercy. This next verse I really don't like. I've told you this many times. Luke 6 27, it says this. Jesus talking about our enemies, he said, But I tell you who hear me, love your enemies. And what's those next two words? Do good. Do good. To those who what? Praise now, do you like that? No. Nope. Bless those who curse you and pray for those who mistreat you. And what we've learned is this at the Stockbridge Community. We've learned that biblical love is doing good for another person no matter how I feel. And you know what? We don't wait. What he's saying is that you don't have to like them, but you do have to love them. And in order to love uh, love them, we don't wait to have a feeling of love or like before we do something. No, if you have hurt me, that's okay. I'm going to pray for you and forgive me, but your response to me will not determine my response to you because I'm on a higher level, everybody, amen? When Jesus was on the cross and they were nailing him to the cross, thank God he didn't think about getting even or riding us off. No, he said, I'm going to do good no matter how I feel, and I'm going to save them Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Maybe the next time that somebody does something mean to you or hurtful to you, you ought to say, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do, oh God. Right now, they're in spiritual (laughs) ignorance. Amen? Quit, quit taking it so personal of what they've done to me. No, no, God, it's about what they're going through. They're hurting, they're messed up, they're misled. So Father, I forgive them before they even ask. Why? Because you have forgiven me and you have cleansed me and you have made me into a new creator. The old man would have knocked them out. The old man would have cussed them out. But the new man is going to bless them in Jesus' name. Amen, everybody. It feels good to do good everybody Feels good to do good That's why we're a church that does good It feels good to do good You know that's why we always talk about membership of our church Because you need to be attached to some people that can motivate you to do good If you have a problem with not feeling good you got to come and help us do some good And when you're part of a team that's doing good, you begin to feel good. And I want you to go to Growth Track. That's why we call it Growth Track, because you grow up. When you get on a team that helps you do good, then you begin to feel good. We're praying, we're gonna do some good, we're doing some great stuff. On the 29th of July at 9 a.m., there's 52 schools in Henry County, 52. And we're going to have 1,000 people from Stockbridge Community Church praying at every one of those schools. You're going to help me. I'm asking for your help. We have right now over 30 other churches. I think there's 33 or 35 churches right now that have signed up with us. As a community, we're going to have over 5,000 people praying over these schools in person on July 29th at 9 a.m. You know what, that right now every school is covered but four. Right now every school but four schools are covered. And we know that by the time the end of the week comes that we'll have not only 33 churches but we'll have over 50 churches by by the end of the month and we'll have over 5,000 people. Revival is going to happen before school ever starts. Amen, everybody? We are going to do good. You say, what what good will it do? I'll tell you what good it will do, is that when you go to that school and you walk around and and the only prayer you know how to pray is, is God protect these kids. God be with these teachers. Oh Lord, Lord put your hand on them. When you begin to pray that and when we come together to pray that, I'll tell you what happens. We begin to push back the darkness. The gates of hell will not prevail against the church. Amen. And God Almighty begins to send his angels down and put them charged around that school and all of a sudden we begin to see a different atmosphere. These children that are so bound Lord by, by the enemy and all the stuff that's coming into their mind, all of a sudden when they walk through those doors they feel a new presence, a new spirit and it's called the Spirit of God. And so I want you to know your prayers matter. <clears throat> today 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 inside of your program, I want you to sign up for a school. Maybe it's your kid's school your grandkids school. Maybe you don't have any just sign up for a school Because we're gonna lead the way everybody. Amen amen Micah six and eight and What does the Lord require of you? to act justly and to love what everybody and to walk humbly with your God What's our two words everybody? mercy Abraham Lincoln he was given an address at the end of the Civil War the North had defeated the South over 150 years ago and he was standing on the the balcony of the White House and his 11 year old son Tad was there beside him and when there was a when there was a, a, a chant from the audience because Abraham Lincoln was talking about this reconstruction, how he's going to reconstruct our country. And there was, a, there was a, a person that yelled out, what are we going to do with those yabble, rebels, Yebels. <laughs> what are we going to do with those rebels? And then all of a sudden the crowd began to cry, hang them, hang them, hang them. And all of a sudden Abraham Lincoln's son, 11 years old, looked at his dad, said, no, Papa. No, Papa. Hang on to him. Hang on to him. Abraham Lincoln said, my son, Tad, has the answer. We're not going to hang him. We're going to hang on to him, because we're going to show mercy. And I want you to know today that that's what I don't know what, who's done what to you. But today, as you walk out of here, we're going to walk out of here, we're going to, what are we going to do, everybody? What's our two words? Show mercy. We're going to show mercy. Right now, would you bow your heads with me? I want to pray for you. Because there's somebody's name that's popping in your mind that you need to show mercy to. When you show mercy, you will be shown mercy. Father, right now, in the name of your son, Jesus, we ask you today to help us live what we've learned. Those two words, it's only two words. Show mercy. Thank you so much, God, that you have shown us mercy. And we're so honored. We thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Can we give God a hand for showing us so much mercy, everybody? Hi, this is Pastor Jeff again. I just want to say I hope you enjoyed today's message.